0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Happy Hour. First of all, I miss you guys. Hi, it's me, Gretchen. (laughs) I just got so much good feedback from my last episode. It's just so nice to know that I'm not alone in feeling like I'm living in fear sometimes, Um, Or just worry in comparison feeling lost if i'm on the right path being purposeful all those things And if you didn't give the last episode a listen, I would recommend giving it a listen if any of that Resonates with you, but yeah, let's just settle in guys This is a little bit of a heavier episode, I guess, but i'm going to address it in the lightest way possible easiest way possible because The point of this episode is really just to be helpful as I'm sure you can tell by the title and when I'm saying cozy and I'm thinking specifically if you can hear him by the way of my golden retriever puppy Brody who's like laying underneath my feet right now sleeping he's probably gonna sleep this whole time Uh uh-oh now he has his caterpillar toy if you can hear that there's like construction going on outside but we're just keeping it real over here okay I hope that doesn't have a squeaker in it Brody (laughs) but anyway Let's just start by saying I've had this episode topic on my master list of ideas for my podcast episodes for a while now It's been requested like many many times and I think I know exactly why When a loved one is going through a hard time all you want to do is help right and Yeah, at the same time you feel you feel very helpless and You know those texts you get, like, let me know if there's anything I can do. If any of you have been going through any sort of hard time, because, I mean, I can speak specifically to my experiences, obviously, so it might be biased in that way, but I think this episode could honestly help people that are just trying to be supportive of loved ones, friends, family members that are going through, like, any hard time, really, not just specifically grief or depression, or anxiety, or, you know, I think it's sort of, like, any turbulent time, difficult season in their life, and, yeah, those, let me know if there's anything I can do, text, I've gotten hundreds, obviously, when I lost my dad, and I remember at first being the most angry, like, don't get me wrong, I loved all the support, but I would just sort of, like, scoff, and be bitter, and be like, oh, yeah, like, you could do something. You could bring my dad back. That's about all you could really do right now that would help, you know, and I just remember thinking that, but there really are other ways of helping loved ones that are going through tough times without being intrusive and like overwhelming because that's a line you don't want to cross when someone is going through it. Obviously, this episode is very niche. I'm sure you only clicked on this and are listening because like the title says, you want to help Loved ones in your life through whatever it is that they're going through. Like I said, I think this applies to a lot of difficult times in someone's life. So I think a lot of this will be general, but I will also get specific. Um, But yes, I do think it applies to a lot. Grieving, obviously, I can speak to specifically since I lost my dad in 2019. Already, that's so weird to say coming out of my mouth, you guys, because I well, I guess it was just in 2020, but I would always say, yeah, like I lost my dad last year and it just always feels so recent. And if you've lost someone in your immediate family, I'm sure you can resonate to this. But now it's even weird it being 2021 saying, I didn't lose my dad last year. I lost him in 2019. And that just seems so long ago and makes it feel like less of a big deal in my head, but it's like the biggest deal. And like, One of the biggest things that has happened in my life, like obviously a very traumatic event, so obviously a lot of this will be about grieving, but again, for the millionth time, I think that if someone in your life is grieving or going through a hard time, I think ways you can help them can be very similar is what I'm getting at. And depression, I really can only speak to having close friends and family members that are dealing with it and again trauma can be from so many things but by definition you guys i literally looked it up because i wanted to be very informative here by definition trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience so i think i'm safe to say that a lot of us have at least one form of trauma or another obviously losing my dad was traumatic i'm sure i've had other Traumas in my life that I probably can't even think of right now or that i've almost made myself forget I think a lot of us can sort of like bury really traumatic things deep down, right? I think sometimes heartbreak can be traumatic You know losing a job losing hope purpose, you know, whatever it may be. It could be traumatic for you. So I'm hoping this episode can give you the tools so, to speak, to be better helpers and listeners for your friends and family that may be going through a tough time in life again, whatever that may be. And maybe if you are going through it, this could help you too. But this is really aimed at, um, yeah, just giving you the tools to be a better helper, listener. For those in your life because I've learned a lot with this and I think obviously speaking from my experience of losing my dad I can give you like firsthand accounts of things that have helped me and not helped me and sort of you can start from there and that can help guide you but I mean immediately if you're listening to this episode and trying to be a better helper listener for anyone in your life um that's a great start and you care and I think a lot of us can have anxiety in saying the right thing and you know not saying the wrong thing and just wanting to be there for them so if you're listening to this episode I guess that's already a great start (laughs) and yeah I guess again just disclaimer that this if this is mainly like grief focused obviously that's just what I've had the most experience with and you know a lot of friends in my personal life actually have reached out since my dad passed away and asked about being a good friend for a loved one who is grieving so I know a lot of people want to be better for their grieving friends family members if that makes sense so yeah that's just like a little intro to what this episode is going to be about but I hope you can tell I can speak very candidly on it and I just want to be helpful and again give you the tools to be better listeners because that's something that I've definitely improved on and can speak to so You guys know that every episode I always talk about what I'm happy about this week and like a little happy quote. So this week I am actually so happy. This is something little, but I'm just so happy about it. I'm so happy that yesterday actually I sent a package off to my sister who's in Ireland. You guys know she's living with her boyfriend in Ireland right now and you know she's been there for like the past year. She had like the work visa, everything like that. Anyway, she's in ireland haven't seen her in a very long time and I miss her dearly And it was just so special to get this like care package together for her and her boyfriend and send it off And by the way might might I just add I think I was vlogging when I sent it off But shipping things internationally is so expensive. There's no quick or affordable way to do it like they were like oh yeah i think it's six to ten business days but you know i might get caught up in customs here or there so really no guarantees and i'm like okay so yeah if any of you are doing shipping um internationally then i feel free because now i'm getting a taste of like how expensive and how long it takes um but that's just really exciting for whenever it does get there for her to have that and it's just like a way I don't know that I feel like I can connect with her and show that I care and yeah I'm just like emo after planning out this episode and writing all the notes because life man it's just got me thinking okay you literally can hear Brody chewing over there so I apologize (laughs) and Guys know I always talk about happy quote, happy idea. So I thought this was very specific to this episode. But it's the idea that time heals everything. You know that saying? And I don't I don't even really know if I agree with it. Time heals everything. It's like, does it does it really heal everything? Not really. But (laughs) what I will say is true to me at least, is hard times, you know, let's just say blanket, like generally hard times, inserts, losing a loved one, um, dealing with, you know, a mental health issue, um, recovering, healing from a trauma, whatever it is, doesn't get easier per se or less painful. I know that can sound really overwhelming at first and people would say that to me. Yeah, it never gets easier. No, it doesn't get less painful. Like, losing your dad doesn't get any easier. I'm like, oh, great. So there's, like, no hope. But second part of that is you just get better at dealing with it. And, you know, oh, my gosh, almost two years later. Wow. I wonder if I am going to get emotional in this episode because that just, like, hit me right now. I can't believe that it's almost been two years. Ooh, wow. I feel the tears coming, you know, and your eyes sting, and you, like, feel it in your sinuses. Whew, wow, I was not like expecting this in this episode. This isn't about me and my grieving journey. It's more about helping you, helping those in your life that are grieving. Oh, get it together, Gretchen. <laughs> you do just get better at dealing with it. And time just allows, I feel like, for way more space and perspective. And, you know, pain sort of turns into like fond memories and gratitude in a weird way. Um, so I hope that gives you hope if you're dealing with that or can kind of help you get in the shoes, so to speak, of someone that you love who's experiencing loss because you always will get better. I mean, not always. Who, what am I saying over here? I'm not like a pro, but I would say in my opinion that you will get better at dealing with it because you will learn about yourself and coping mechanisms and what's healthy and not healthy for you and Sort of like boundaries that you set up like I can look back at photos if i'm in this mindset But maybe I shouldn't look back at old photos and like just let myself cry all day on this type of day Do you know what I mean? I just feel like You just get better at dealing with it is what i'm trying to say and Side note this could make it better or worse depending on the person but A lot of people, this is just, like, starting to get into it here. I think a lot of this, too, like I'm saying, it just depends on the type of person you are dealing with. Lucy and I, my twin sister, um, I wonder if I'll bring her up in this episode because, obviously, we are experiencing the same loss of our dad being twin sisters. And we could not be more opposite in our like personalities and just like who we are deep down we're like very very different people so I would say how we've dealt with turbulent seasons of our life could be very different and you know she might like something that you say to her that might make her feel better but it might make me upset or vice versa so you know take it all with a grain of salt you know your loved ones more than I do so it depends on the person but I just wanted to say getting into this. A lot of people sent me the Luke Combs song right as I lost my dad, even though I'm leaving, if you guys have heard that, which to this day always brings a tear to my eye. But like in a good way Like in a comforting way And I remember at first I just knew Like for a while I was like I can't listen to it I just know Like I can't listen to it I'm going to be so upset crying all the time But when you're ready you almost like well, no. So if you want to like send a loved one that song Even if they haven't lost someone I don't know it's just like a feel good song Maybe it would just like put them in a better mood Like it's like a sad happy song <laughs> I don't know how to describe it um, and the lyrics are really cute and I think a lot of people can relate to someone leaving their life, even if it's not losing someone, even if it's like heartbreak, whatever it may be. So, yeah, that song, a lot of people are like you need to listen to this and specifically for grieving. Um, the We Don't Move On From Grief TED Talk. If you guys just Google that, We Don't Move On From Grief TED Talk, send this to your loved ones if they've lost someone because So many people told me to watch this ted talk you guys and it helped a lot like i'm telling you I did listen to this right as I lost my dad and watched it And the speaker is amazing She just had a way of Speaking about it all like you'll be laughing and crying and I just Taking away from that ted talk. I just felt a lot less alone and you'll yeah you just feel a lot less alone after you listen to her speak so if you think that could be good for your loved ones again it's that we don't move on from grief ted talk just like copy the little link text it to your friend be like thinking of you maybe this would help maybe you could even watch listen so that you could have like a better understanding for them i don't know i just those are just two kind of like stick out in my memory of things that people sent me a lot um and they did help so so Grief in specific. Let's just get on into it, people. Enough with the pleasantries. <laughs> like, we have some nitty gritty to get down to because this is important and something they don't freaking teach you in school. And they should, right? Like, hey, by the way, as you go on through life, things are going to get hard. You're going to go through really difficult seasons. You're going to lose loved ones along the way. And here are some ways you could deal with it. Or here are some ways you could support people in your life that are losing. You know, it's like, why don't we have a class about that in school called life. (laughs) they also should teach you about like investing. Like I, I, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other story. (laughs) So first off, never tell someone grieving that it's time to move on or anything like that. Or like it could be worse. No, 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 no. The speaker in the TED talk I mentioned explains how horrible that is to hear. And honestly, it's just pretty unfair because it's more like she talks about this she talks about moving forward with them I remember her talking about um she has a new husband and she's like in a way my first husband that passed away is like a part of my new marriage she's like that might sound weird but I was never gonna move on from this like huge part of my life it was like I'm going to move forward with them and honestly that just switched my mindset right after my dad passed away and it just helped me tremendously like knowing that he'll always be with me, and I don't have to, like, move away from this chapter with him. It's, like, I can move on with him. And another thing, do not be too much in their business. Like, for example, I feel like this can come up a lot. If you're a friend, if your friend has lost someone, in like, in their immediate family, anything like that, you don't want to be, like, a burden. So, traveling to their house like that might be like far away say it's your friend from college like traveling to their house say for funeral memorial I know this is like specific but I feel like these sort of situations happen a lot um whatever may be show up and like sort of make more work for them after losing someone you are going through it enough as it is and you don't need to be worrying about making up the guest bedroom for a friend that just showed up like unannounced or you know and that being said though Do show your support. Oh my gosh, this is your time to step up and be like that loving, supportive person that I know you are. And I can honestly be the first to admit that there were times when I was younger growing up where death simply made me so uncomfortable and afraid and if a friend when I was you know younger like elementary school middle school high school lost a grandparent I always felt that anxiety like I was talking about earlier I never knew if I should say something if it would make them upset if it would make it worse you know it's like do I say something do I not say something I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and maybe it's not even you know Someone that lost something Maybe it's You see a friend Going through a tough time And it's like Well do I bring it up I don't know Something like that But I just think Even in my opinion If they get emotional Maybe just like Pick the time and place Maybe don't like Bombard them with your Heavy hitting questions Like at work or school Or something Pull them aside Whenever it's appropriate I just think it's worth it That you are showing Your support In my opinion Sorry I just needed A, a green smoothie break But But <laughs> A lot of this to you guys, I this may be worth mentioning. I actually gave a lot of this advice. Before. Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about FrameBridge. If you remember when I talked about FrameBridge before, they're amazing. I love them so much. If you didn't know, they make it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your house. From art prints and posters to the photos sitting on your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. You can send them a digital photo or mail in a literal photo or poster. I send in my degree. For example, if you guys remember, I got my degree framed and they cover a prepaid label to get your products in the mail. And by the way, the package to send my degree back in got here so quick, you guys. And once I shipped my degree to them in it, they got it so quick and got to framing. Framebridge is also the perfect way to give easy and thoughtful gifts. In literally just minutes, you can turn a photo from your phone into one of your best gifts ever. So how it works is you'll just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging, like I said, to safely mail in your physical piece. You can preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. You'll choose your favorite and the experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and your finished piece will be delivered. A handcrafted personalized gift from Framebridge starts just at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus you guys will get 15% off your first order at framebridge.com when you use the code happy hour. I'm so happy I finally framed my degree with Framebridge, you guys. It looks so nice. You can see what it looks like over my vlogs. So good for framing family photos. It looks so nice, super high quality. They also frame things like concert tickets, jerseys, everything that can be framed, they will frame it. So get started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift Gift, go to framebridge.com and use promo code happy hour to save an additional 15% off your first order just go to framebridge.com promo code happy hour so you don't forget it's framebridge.com promo code happy hour all caps one word you guys are gonna love I love how amazing my degree turned out it looks so nice and I can't wait to use framebridge to frame other pieces I have in my home and now let's get back into the episode when one of my friends had a close friend lose an immediate family member um that's like what I was talking about I've had friends reach out to me before being like oh my friend lost this person or whatever it's like how do I support them and show them that I care like what are things to do do's and don'ts and so that's really made me reflect on what has helped me and what I think is good and not good and yeah So to give you the number one thing, honestly, to help someone that's going through a tough time, yeah, just in general, I'm thinking about I've had close friends, family members, even things like heartbreak, right? It's like, you can feel physically sick and it feels very similar to grieving or loss if you have a friend family member that's going through heartbreak obviously it like depends on the situation but it can feel so tremendous I remember actually like side note my mom would go to this like life after loss sort of group and there was a member there that she was telling me about that the person in this person's life i'm trying to be very vague here obviously for like important reasons didn't pass away they just left like it was sort of even worse in that instance not like it could be worse because remember i said don't say that but like it was just it felt very similar to grieving the loss of someone even though they were still like out there roaming around earth just not with this person like they um Purposefully left and so That can be so tough too and that's sort of like what heartbreak feels like like right if someone leaves you and you just feel like abandoned and I think in these moments and just like really like any like i'm just thinking of so many things you guys any hard times You're going through in life It's almost like the little everyday things seem that much more difficult and you want to be able to help them with that as much as you can like it's like the big overwhelming stress of whatever difficulty they're going through I don't think you can really help with that if they lose someone there's nothing you can do you can't bring back their loved one from the dead you can't um snap your fingers and make the depression go away something like that you can't undo traumatic events that have happened and so I think it's like Let's fill in and be there for the moments that they are struggling with, like, day-to-day, like, the things that you can help. So, this brings me to my number one, you guys, way to support them is food. I know that may sound weird, okay? I think growing up, I never really knew why this was a thing. Like, I feel like I remember learning this slowly over time when I was growing up that when someone dies, you bring their family food? Like, you bring people food? Like, hmm. It doesn't really make sense. Like, it never made sense to me. Maybe some of you listening even still don't know. Like, it was, it, it didn't hit me honestly till I lost my dad why it's so important. So, basically, everything, everything in the beginning of losing someone really important in your life, at least for me, could feel meaningless like, like, sort of like what's the point without this person? Or even if you didn't lose someone, it's like, You know, I've had close family members with depression say, it's like, what's the point? Or like that feeling of like, what's, why would I even get out of bed today? Like, what's the point? Like, just not having motivation, just feeling like sort of, yeah, everything's meaningless, worthless, like dumb. like, And I think people sort of caught on with me feeling that way at times. Through my wow i'm being like really open here (laughs) through my social media and vlogs and stuff like that after losing my dad or being so freaking afraid to lose anyone else in your life where you sort of like walk through the rest of life clutching on so dang tightly to your loved ones and it's like okay maybe that's not a way to live you know in fear of hanging on to your people so tight and you answer the phone in a panic like oh my gosh hi are you okay what's wrong it's like maybe maybe we don't want (laughs) to live that way and we want to get back to sort of like an ease of life in a joyful peaceful way Um, but that can be so dang tough and I know it firsthand after losing someone it's like your biggest fear then becomes losing anyone else and it's terrifying and I remember people just catching on and telling me that they were like Gretchen we know you lost your dad at such a young age but um, that doesn't mean that you're going to lose other people tomorrow you sort of need to I don't know. They were just, like, giving me advice in that way. But back to food. What was I talking about? (laughs) So things can feel, like, everyday things can just feel meaningless. Or in another way, they can just feel really freaking difficult. Like... When making breakfast lunch dinner shower putting makeup on getting dressed cleaning every day normally could seem so easy for you when you're going through a tough season it can seem like impossible and I actually know a lot of people in my life have like related to me on this whether it's heartbreak healing from a trauma like I'm saying like all these things these are very like general like happen to a lot of people so I know, like I said, this can feel similarly if you have depression, things feeling meaningless. So when you feel this way, making yourself breakfast, lunch, dinner, is that much harder? Like impossible, like I'm saying. So I remember my dad's family and my sister and I, like right after my dad passed away. My dad's family, extended family, like was in town. And we were like sitting in our living room with my sister and I, all just crying like dark tv off just sad no one's really talking like it's just horrible and i literally remember sitting there being like wow none of us have ate all day like our i'm sure our kitchen is empty like no one's gonna go grocery shopping and i found cereal and i was like does anyone want cereal like i literally was i poured a bowl of cereal you guys and the doorbell rang i'm not even kidding this could make me emotional like looking back and this huge like platter of subs showed up and in that moment, I couldn't tell you anything. We physically needed more, and it's almost like all these little everyday things you sort of like push to the side because you're so caught up in the big, overwhelming, huge, life-altering, whatever it is, that all the little things of like taking care of yourself day to day sort of get like tossed out the window, and so that platter of subs, as silly as it sounds, was like the biggest blessing, truly. And shout out the platter of subs. Oh my gosh, Taylor's mom, I wonder if you're listening to this because sometimes she listens to my um, podcast episodes. But you guys know my best friend Taylor, her parents got us this huge platter of subs. And from that moment forward, food just kept on showing up. Like that must have been, you know, like the morning after my dad passed away. And so so much food kept on coming and that made me realize how important giving food is to someone that's going through a hard time. And I know it sounds weird, but it is so helpful and that's really one way you can help. If you take away one thing from this episode, food, just remember in your head, give them food if they're going through a hard time. Food fixes so many things. But that really is like one concrete way that you can help and it may seem weird it may seem small but let me tell you it is so impactful instead of the anything i can do text like just do it if it's ordering the subs or making a casserole or brownies or cookies or I don't know, whatever you feel in your heart. It's almost like, you know, sort of deep down, like when you have that question of like, should I say this? Should I do this? Like, just do it. Don't question it because I promise it will help. And I mean, I'm thinking of other things. Like I remember our sweet, sweet neighbors, like not even questioning you, like don't say anything. Don't even like make it a thing. Like just do it and it's done and it is so impactful like my what I'm saying is my neighbors would mow my mom's lawn after which obviously just meant the world and it was like this overwhelming horrible time when there's like a million things you need to worry about and take care of that was just like one thing off the list or if it's you know all this food showing up it's like oh my gosh I don't have to like worry about going to the grocery and like cooking for all this extended family that's in town and friends are showing up and you know what I'm saying so it's like one less thing to worry about and that's why it's so helpful like i'm saying especially if extended family is staying there the family that's hosting who is probably the saddest that just lost an immediate immediate family member is not going to have the energy and time to be making all this food and even if they do it's just like no like let them be sad and be with their family and they shouldn't be just doing that I don't know like maybe if you're distracting yourself and you want to cook and that's therapeutic but in my opinion when they are making all the preparations for a service like to be practical like logistically that's just how it is like food will just help like having food show up for people to eat just helps and I don't know why no one tells you this in life when someone dies it is so hard it is a lot of work and Yeah, I'm just being so real right now. Like my, I don't think I've ever like said this on the internet, but maybe some of you guys can relate. My mom and I just remember family and I would always say to each other, like it is as if no one has ever died before on planet earth. Anyway, that's another story, but gosh, it can be so difficult trying to deal with everything that comes with someone passing on and sense it so hard as a supportive friend whatever it is it's like the little things it's like the least you could do you know what I mean so be patient be sensitive with this person show them that you care that you will be there for them always and like actually be there I'm like laughing in my head right now you guys I'm thinking whenever I think of the words be there (laughs) side note can I digress for a second because this maybe this will make you chuckle in this serious podcast but I have this memory of my aunt Chris you guys and we were playing cards like with our whole family and I'm trying to remember what card game it was exactly but It basically was like you were trying to get certain cards in the deck in your hand, whatever And so it's like you draw a card and you're like looking for the card that you want to make Oh, maybe it was like rummy. Is that what it's called when you're trying to make like four of a kind and a Straight or like I don't know whatever and so anyway She's looking for her specific card that she wants and she would put her hand on the deck and she would say be there to like to like, I don't know, manifest that that would be the card that she would want. Anyway, maybe that was a story. It's really funny in my head. And whenever, I don't know, sometimes it just comes up and I'll just be like, be there. And I just think of her. And it's just funny. But anyway, actually be there. Like, be there for them always. Um, again, case by case maybe. I personally loved getting text calls from people with fond memories of my dad. you guys especially childhood friends it just hit different and to this day like in the past two years I guess now almost what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way (laughs) maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day Time and time again, I'll just get, like, a really long paragraph from, like, a childhood friend that I've, like, lost touch with, and it'll be like, hey, I hope this doesn't make you upset, but I just wanted to tell you I was thinking, like, this made me think of your dad, and I remember this memory when he was coaching our, you know, rec basketball team or whatever, and it's almost things, it's, like, things that I remember deep down, but obviously I don't think of every day, and so having people just show me that they're, like, thinking of him and love me and our thinking of our, our family honestly means so much and yeah so do that with like anyone in your life if you think of someone that has passed away like a memory and you want to share it with their family I'm sure they would just love that so much like it's just really sweet and I mean again maybe if it's like the week after you don't want to make them upset so it is like a fine line and again like you know your loved one's more than me and if they're very sensitive and you know you know certain things like not to bring up whatever but Yeah, in my mind like anyone that would bring up happy memory, like normally I would cry honestly I'd get emotional right away But it's like good to talk about it and let it out And i'm just a firm believer in that when you bottle things in and they explode at one point It's like wow, maybe this would have been healthier to deal with over time if we just talk it out I always feel better that way personally Some people I know are more private and what's interesting to know I've talked about this before but I'm such an open person We all know that But right as my dad passed away, it was like that was the one thing that I was like, nope Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to think about it. Don't bring up his name Don't I mean for a while after like I remember professors would bring it up to me and I would be like why I'm so uncomfortable Why are they talking about this? Like now i'm gonna cry like and now we have class and like why you know so It is such a tricky thing, and I think for not just losing someone, but for, you know, whatever hard thing you're going through, if that's, like, a really big, hard season of your life, that could be something that you want to, like, shy away from and not think about, but it is so lonely and isolating, like, it's so, being sad is so lonely, and just something about depression, anxiety, going through a trauma, trying to heal from this traumatic event Grieving a loss of someone in your life is so isolating and it's bizarre because, like, everybody deals with it at some point. But it's almost like no one talks about it because it's so hard. But it's like maybe we should all talk about it more so it makes it easier. I don't know. So hopefully, this episode is maybe doing that a little bit. But yeah, back to supporting your friend, family member, whoever it may be. Maybe it's a coworker. I don't know. Distract them in healthy ways, I would say. Because I'm thinking back to when friends of mine would sort of distract me especially in the beginning when it's all you th- can think about all day like you can't escape it emphasis on the he- in the heavy no heavy <laughs> healthy ways emphasis because people i've seen In college Maybe this is just a college thing Or just a life thing You know sometimes Like can we just be real here Can we just be honest Sometimes I feel like You have those friends Or people And this is no shade to them Because sometimes Maybe it is exactly what you need But I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, like, this person's so sad. We just got to go, like, get them drunk and have a night. You know, that sort of attitude. It's like, oh, let's just all get drunk and it'll make it better. But does it really make it better? Like, maybe what you actually need is, like, a nice detoxifying yoga class. Maybe this is just why I'm as a person and you guys are, like, laughing at me right now. Because I'm sure some wine nights helped me so much. Like, getting over the loss of my dad and moving forward with him, like I said. And... I Think also, I mean in that vein thinking of it honestly like a glass of wine or two could help you be more open in talking about it So again, it's like knowing your friends, but I think emphasis on the healthy ways like I was saying a workout class, maybe it's a book club a nice lunch date I don't know whatever it may be but i'm remembering how therapeutic just movement was for me and I wasn't like you know going crazy like working out five times a day but if I would catch myself in my apartment getting really sad and stuck in it I would march my little butt down to the basement where I had this little gym in my senior year like at BU apartment complex We had this tiny little gym and normally it was empty and I would sit in there on the bike and I would ugly cry like I literally would and it was like very bright in there like if anyone come in they'd probably see me crying but I just was like this is what I need and this movement and the endorphins and just sweating it out and crying it out and I shower after (sighs) and it's like I feel so much better so maybe you could like encourage whoever it is to work don't be like go work out you'll feel better but maybe it's like oh my gosh would you like to come to a yoga class with me later like I think it would be so fun I've been wanting to try it like you'd love it or you know whatever it may be and I think also this can be so important to encourage professional help or support group very gracefully this is like a very gray area I guess because you do not want to overstep I feel as if some people that have gone through hard times can be such an advocate for a therapist or support group or whatever it is. But in my opinion, I mean, I think that's great. A lot of people have encouraged that to me, obviously, losing my dad. But I just don't think you want to overstep. Maybe, like, especially if it's right away, you don't want to be like, oh, you need my therapist right now. It's like, okay, can I just, like, take a moment, please? So, yes, I think give them your opinions or advice like that gracefully only if you think it's like necessary because I will get into the biggest part is just listening in my opinion but yeah so that just just gracefully but I think that can be helpful and I think sometimes a loved one needs that little push of being like I think you could really benefit from this or they would help or you know whatever it may be and I'm thinking of people in my life who, like, their spouses have been like, you know, this has been so long, and, and you don't really seem like yourself anymore, and I think, like, this has been going on for so long that you don't seem like yourself, whatever it may be, and I think that maybe, like, meeting with someone could really help you, like, go through things, and I think, you know, people that are trained, really, like, they're work is in helping people through grief, loss, whatever hard times it is. When someone is trained in that, in like an unbiased third party, that can be so dang helpful. So yeah. But again, I would just be very graceful about it. And yeah, like I'm saying, I'm thinking of people specific in my life that like their spouses have been like, I think this would be really helpful for you. And like that little push got them there and it did end up helping so much. So my next thing is do not compare your experience. I wrote this in all caps. I've heard this is actually very natural to do. And I know personally, I do this all the time, you guys, in other like everyday situations, but you don't want them to feel like you are making their experience less, if that makes sense, because it's happened to you too. Like, I guess only compare if it's really comparable. Like when People would talk to me and they lost their dad at a young age. I'm like, okay, we're going through the same thing. Or lost their mom at a young age, whatever it is. But you don't want to diminish, like, what they're going through. And, yeah, I can just think, like, day to day. If someone brings up something, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, that happened to me the other day, too. Like, this dog barked at me or, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But so I think that's a natural thing. But you... Don't want to do this when someone's going through a hard time. It's like, oh, you're feeling depressed. Oh yeah, me too, though. So, like, no, like it's not a big deal. You know, like you don't want them to feel less because they already aren't feeling good. Like, you want to make them feel better. So, other things that I wrote down, you guys, don't comment on appearance if they're looking great, if they're not looking great, if they're looking bigger or small or whatever it is, because Obviously how you your looks can be very deceiving And even if I would get already put all my makeup on and curl my hair to try to make myself feel better Maybe I was having a really horrible day So if you're telling me I look nice, I might just feel terrible or you know, whatever it may be It's like maybe you'll just like tread lightly here Don't really comment on the appearance because if it's like that you look great, even if it's nice It might not go over well like in that person's mind Don't wait to reach out because i've definitely got caught up in this and I mean, maybe if it's – I'm just thinking about the day that I lost my dad, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I probably had, like, 400 text messages. I'm not even kidding. Like, I could not even go through them all. So maybe if it's, like, you wait the next day because you don't want to get lost in, like, the sea, whatever. Okay. But it's, like, maybe don't wait, like, weeks and months and whatever. Like, thinking of you, it's, like, okay, but where were you when I was, like, really sad in the beginning? I don't know. So that's just my opinion. Don't wait to, like, show your support Also, just send them food. Just do it. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I'm going back to the food. Because that is seriously one, like, concrete thing you can do. And don't even, don't even send the text. there's anything I can do. Because, like, that person is not going to think of something that you can do for them. Like, think about this person logically. All you can do is make their hard times go away, which you can't, I'm telling you. So it's like, let's focus on the things that we can focus on, whether it's like going to a yoga class together. I don't know. It's COVID now, but, or like, um, I don't know, like nice little pampering things. Actually, I had a friend that got me a massage, like so sweet, like little things like that really do add up. So yeah, hug them, hold their hand, be there. Like I said, literally just be there. Like being there, I'm telling you, is helping so much, and just making them feel a lot less alone. Flowers, flowers are. Oh my gosh, our kitchen was like a freaking forest. It was, like, it was like the rainforest. It was like no, it was like a flower shop. That's what it was like, like a flower. So it was crazy. It was like a garden. That's what I'm going. I'm like a rainforest. No, garden. And listen without interjecting, because so I feel like that's also something that's very common in our society, you want to interject. And especially if they're like pausing, it's like, okay, I have to fill in the rest. Just listen. Just let them be sad and listen. I wrote that down in all caps. Let them be sad and listen, okay? Don't try to fix, just listen. This brings me to my next point, you guys, of helping someone with depression specifically. I can think, again, like can't speak to this personally, but my friends and family can, but I can think to times when I've struggled with this so bad. Of trying to fix things. I've always struggled with just having this mindset of how I can help when it dawned on me one day, maybe it was even my mom, mom, was it you, that told me sometimes, a lot of times you can't solve their problem. Like I have such a, like, I got to fix it. I'm going to like solve this issue. Like if you are telling me something you're struggling with, I have a fix. And I thought that this was me specific but I think a lot of us actually have this problem-solving sort of personality I think I got it from my dad. Honestly, I feel like he was just so like that And it's like anything we would bring to him like we're struggling with this this happened that happened It's like oh you have a headache like well Why don't you just go take some ibuprofen or like go drink some more water or like oh you're trying to take a nap I don't know like I just always feel like I have to have the solution for someone because it's like someone that you love in your life your friend's family you want to help and so I've always been like that, and I honestly still struggle with that, like, with friends and family, if they're feeling a certain way, it's like, well, why don't you do this, or how about, have you thought of this, or can I do this, but in a way that can almost make them feel worse sometimes, like, they aren't doing enough or thinking of it, and this took me a long time to learn, you guys, so I think this is another, my two takeaways, food and just listen, don't solve, okay, because (laughs) my mom and sister would say to me, my dad, we just want you to listen, like, you don't, you know, sometimes they just need to vent and, like, let it out, and... I think about, you guys know my sister has struggled with back pain and like chronic back issues. And I remember she would tell me like a a rough day, she'd be talking to me or whatever, and I'd be like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried this medicine? I remember this helped me when I had back pain. And it's like, really Gretchen? Like, because that's obviously my first instinct, but it's like, Really? Like, she hasn't thought of that? I'm sure she has. She's the one that's dealing with it, you know? All I needed to do was listen, to sympathize, to be there. Again, literally be there. And, I mean, any difficult times, really, this, all of this, like, applies to. It's like, just listen, don't problem solve, don't fix, because you don't want them to feel like you are, because, you know, I don't even think, I would think this way, but it feels this way from the person listening that they are like, oh, this person thinks that I'm not doing enough or that I haven't looked into this medicine or I haven't thought about seeing a therapist yet or whatever it may be. But it's like they have, they're the ones that are going through it and you don't want them to feel any less than they already are. Like, they've probably thought of the solution that you're offering. And even if they haven't, maybe they're not interested. They're not even the mindset of, like, they want to think of ways to fix whatever problem they're going through. It's like they're in the mindset that they are just venting to a friend and they just want to be heard. And they just want to be listened to and that they're not alone in this. And this is, like, a good reminder for me because I just still have that, like, problem-solver personality mindset. Like, whatever it is. And I'm always... Brody what are you doing Brody's like hitting his head playing his toys on the freaking desk right now but I still struggle with this and it's always good to check in with yourself and remind yourself like okay this person that I'm talking to right now do like what do they what are their intentions with this conversation are they just bending to me they just want to be heard are they actually asking for a solution in that case it's different if they're like like help me like what do you think I could do maybe then offer your opinion but until then just listen. Just be there. Be really nice. Hang out with them. Like, watch a show with them. Do a yoga class. Hold their hand. Hug them. Sometimes you don't even need to say anything. If they just look like they're sad or they're having a tough day, even if they seem fine, just give them a hug. Like, just having someone hug you, it'll just be, just knowing that they're there, just helps so much. And maybe it's like, You give them a book and you get lunch with them and spend the afternoon together. Just like spending quality time with them will mean the world and they will feel a lot less alone. And I think that is it for this episode, you guys. I know this is, I guess, a little bit on the shorter side, like 48 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it's going to be. But I just wanted to be so concise and be so specific here and not give you any fluff because this is like the nitty gritty specifics of ways to help someone you love through grief, depression, healing from trauma, because I have helped people in my life and people in my life have gone through those things and learning how to help them and be the best support system lover not in that way you know what I mean like loving friend caretaker whatever position you're in I just think everything that I just talked about could help you help them you know when you're in the I want to help someone position it's like help me help you sort of (laughs) you know I don't know But I think that's it for this episode, you guys. I really, really hope that helped. I know this was so specific. You're probably like, why now? I've thought about this for so long. And I think going into 2021, like a new year can bring up new sort of issue. Not even new issues, but like can bring up old like ideas and old ways of missing someone and there's almost like a pressure going into new year like new year new you like I have to be better and keep improving and you know and but then it's like you have these things that you're still going through and things that are hard in your life and it's like let's not forget that and let's like address that and move forward with it and be the best versions of ourselves, and help our friends and loved ones that are going through tough times so I hope this helped you guys and I literally just made this for you to be helpful like I said a billion times and yeah I love you guys so so much thank you for listening and I'll catch you in my next episode bye look around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding right your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader